0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to Soarpreneurs, Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar. Uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready, get set, let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson.
0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Sorpreneurs. I am super excited today because I have the amazing Hasina Patel all the way from South Africa joining me today and she is such an awesome individual. I am so excited to share her with you guys today. Um, Hasina is an author. She's an international keynote speaker. She's an empowerment coach and leadership mentor again, all the way from South Africa. She is the co-founder and executive director of Leave No Girl Behind International. She is the co-founder of the LNGB School of Leadership and co-creator of the Bubbles Beyond Borders worldwide campaign to support the rights and dreams of girls and women, as well as all gender equality. Hasina is amazing. Um, I've had the honor and privilege of being friends with her for a while. Um, When I traveled to South Africa um, to go to her, to do her program when she actually launched the Leave No Girl Behind International, it was just a great experience. Um, I've got to meet with her. I've got to see her work firsthand. I've got to see the impact that she leaves internationally as well as in South Africa when I was there. Um, She's loved and adored by the community as well as all these girls and all these women that she's helping transform their lives and their futures. And I I know her well, but I want to introduce her to you so that you can get to know her and her work well. And so that she can today transform your mind, your thoughts. She's going to talk to you about the work that she does. And at the end of the show, she's going to leave you with some tools and some steps, so that you can transform your mind, your thinking, and be more empowered in your daily lives and in your business. With no further ado, I welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, Hasina Patel.
2: Hi, Hasina. Oh, Cheval, it is amazing to be here. Hi. How are you? I'm great. When do I get to talk to you and spend time with you like this? So it's such a privilege to be on your show, and it's just wonderful to spend time with you.
0: Thank you so much, and I am just as equally honored it 's always great to spend time with you um, When I came to South Africa, you rolled out the welcome map for me, you and your family. Um, it was just a great experience to you you provided me with a platform to speak to your girls. Um, Which has been very transformational, not just for them, but for me, because every time I speak to young girls and I share my story and my journey and my road of success, it's so rewarding and fulfilling to see how it impacts other girls, especially um, girls that come from a community where they don't see a lot of women um, that look like them. Um, They don't see a lot of women that are a true reflection of what their future could look like, um, because they don't see a lot of women that look like them um, and that remind them of what they could be in their future. And so it's always an honor for me to be able to do that, to be able to go speak to, um, I I love to inspire, but I'm particularly particularly proud and happy and always excited to really inspire um, young girls that look like me, that once faced some of the obstacles that I faced Um, that had a mindset that I had at one point in time where I didn't know how I would be able to navigate into my future Um, coming from an area where there were um, so many, um, what what would I say? There were so many hardships and so much bleakness, right? So to have someone be able to come to you from another country and say, listen, you know, this could be your future. It's just a great opportunity. So I thank you for allowing me to have that opportunity in South Africa. And now I want you to to be able to bless the listeners with your your journey and your story and to be able to share with them what it is that you do, how you're transforming the world and um, how you can help them today. So with no further ado, I'm going to turn it over to you, my darling. I want you to start with sharing... What brought you on this journey?
2: Well, that's a very interesting question because you never see it coming when when you're on a journey to whatever pulls at your heart to make a difference. You often just don't see it coming. And I'd say the very first thing in my life was when my sister Sharima, who is also co-founder of Leave No Girl Behind International, when years ago she was Fifteen. I was 22, she was diagnosed with lupus and short version is it was really um, bad where, I mean, we believed in um, her and her healing and um, she really came back from a situation where people didn't think she would survive to perfect health and I realized that no kind of education, my degree, Had, which was majoring in education and English, had never taught me what that journey taught me because I learned persistence. I learned to stand for what I believed in, no matter what. I learned to ignore the word no when I believed differently. Um, I learned leadership and I really learned that the journey is about me and no one else. So, because I was one of her primary caregivers at that stage and I remember taking before photos because I knew there would be after photos and I love it. you know, it's, it's it's awesome but when you believe in something so strongly it does it, it gives you a lot of education and um, you begin to see the world differently you begin to see how you've got to believe in Um, other people and what you can do to make the journey of others better. So I guess that's where it first started for me, where I began to realize what true education and true empowerment is.
0: No, you know what? It's interesting that you say that um, because I completely understand what it's like to go and be formally educated. Obviously, I've gone to college, I've gone to law school, I've gotten a master's degree, And with all that level of education, I must say that my greatest education has come from experience. My greatest education has come from my personal experience as well as my business experience. They can teach you foundational principles in an academic institution, but certain things like you just stated, um, believing in yourself, persistence, leadership being able to navigate obstacles and problems those are not traits that are typically what I call this is I know it's not a word but I'm gonna say it anyway, educationable, right? Those are okay. those are not educationable, which means you can't go to a college, university, and get you know be taught how to be persistent, how to be a leader, how to say no, how to stand in your truth, how to You know, trans, you know, help transform other lives. You don't learn those things in a traditional education platform. You learn those things by being out in the real world, going through, as I always tell people, you go through these obstacles, which I believe are placed in your life because there's opportunities that are intertwined with those obstacles. And if you navigate the obstacles, you will find the opportunity on the other side. That's the first thing. Right. The other thing is when you do go into the world and you start working your career or you get into your business or whatever it is that you are doing where you're utilizing your skills and your formal education, you will then become educated in practical things and things that really matter. Um, because again, I just don't think that certain things are educationable. I think that you have to really get out here in the field um, and you have to learn how to navigate specific areas either through on your own or with mentors that have navigated it already. So when you go to college, I'm not knocking college and formal education at all. I think it's a great foundation. I think it gives you a lot of, um, it gives you stability. It gives you a foundation and it gives you um, a start, but it doesn't give you your finish, right? So if you want to get your blueprint um, on how to run your business or your life, Typically, I always recommend a mentor who has traversed that land, not just your college professor. So that's just my personal opinion. Would you not? You know, what are you? What are your takes on that?
2: Yes, yes. Because like your college is um, your college education, your school education. It's it's we call it education. It's really the means to education. It's the basis, the foundation, teaching you to look look at certain things and think a certain way and be organized in your thoughts so that when you get the real life education, you can kind of use that and be able to think that way.
0: I agree, because I think that your formal education gives you certain skills. So it gives you, um, you have to be really good with time management because you have all these classes. So it helps you with your time management. It also um, allows you to be able to think because you have to be able to you know, do research and things. So, things of that nature. So thinking, time management, some of these basic foundational um, skills are great and college Helps with that. But when it comes to actually becoming um, successful in business, entrepreneurship, um, navigating obstacles, life is the best experience for that, along with mentors who have gone down that road. Yes. And so for you, and and so for you, um, I know that you went through your experience with your sister and you got a hands on training um, of what it's like to be in the trenches, being a care, being her caretaker and, you know, building some personal development skills that cause you to see things a different way. And want to go step out now and not only just help her, but to help other women that were going through issues, not just with health issues, but life issues and mental issues. Because when you go through um, an experience with a loved one or someone that is going through a medical or health challenge, that causes you to have to have a different mind frame, And that's the beginning of your education in mindset. And I speak from experience because I was a caretaker for my grandmother. And my last year of law school while raising my son, now I had to also bring in my grandmother, start caring for her because she was elderly and she was taken ill. And so now I had to develop a different mindset um, in terms of caring for her, multitasking, taking care of my son building a business, so it's a lot of hands-on learning, again, that you can't necessarily get from a institution, and it actually has caused me to be the persistent, resilient, determined, motivated woman that I am today, so I'm grateful for that experience. What about you?
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, you learn things that... You know, you never learned. I, I learned things about how to research and even how to prevent research. And I learned so much about medicine. I mean, I've grown up in a medical family, but learned so much about things like that where I may not have the formal education for, for it, but I mean, life just taught me. And I think most of all, I learned to ask for help and to realize that I couldn't do it all on my own. And also to ask for help in terms of knowledge and see it as a sign of strength, not weakness.
0: Right. And I know that one of the things that I don't think that I uh, mentioned with all of your accolades is that you're also the chief trailblazer of Hasina Patel Truthwalker. Um, and, you know, I know that you have been um, featured on South African and international shows and that you um, you are even named 100 of the most empowering women around the globe in Dr. Shelly Hitsky's Common Thread Trilogy. Can you explain how this, these experiences between your sister and I know you also had a health issue, how have those things led you down this road of being a trailblazer um, for Truth Walker and as well as creating all of these other um, organizations are becoming part of Leave No Girl Behind and LNGB, um, you are an advocate for girls' rights, for um, sexuality rights, for equal rights, for all mankind rights, right? And you've been trailblazing in this industry, so how have your experiences led you down this trailblazer road? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go
2: to my you know, one of the really profound things that happened in my life was that in 2013, I was diagnosed with a fibroadenoma in my breast. And thankfully, it was benign, but it was just such a wake-up call. We were busy preparing for our girls' empowerment event, the annual one, and eventually I realized I have to go see a doctor and by then my dad had transitioned out of this world so I would have to go see another doctor and I knew what the diagnosis was from from my own experience but um, I had to now do something that was outside my comfort zone and the day we finished the event that night I phoned a doctor that I knew of and said to her can I please come see you and so on and the diagnosis was confirmed and then I guess I should have been relieved but what had to happen was that fibroadenoma had to be um, it had to be removed by excision in other words through surgery and that was just so much fear but Because it was the size of 11. Can you imagine? I'm not a big, big person. I mean, I'm 4 foot 11 and a half, right? Right. And here's the size of 11, fibroadenoma in my breast. And this led me, well, everything worked out well. The surgery was, you know, amazing. I had a great surgeon. Um, But it led me to ask the question, like, what kind of a person does not notice or pay attention to a growth the size of a lemon in her breast. And I remember someone close to me going, well, you're a very preoccupied person, which then led me to what am I doing with my life? Why am I not giving attention to me? And that was quite a profound question. And of course, the second question was that, well, what am I going to do from here on? And if I didn't notice this, How can I take care of myself? And one of the first things I did was I started carving out time for myself. There were a lot of things I noticed, and I guess in a way, part of that contributed to Leave No Girl Behind because how am I being a role model to girls when look how I'm not taking care of myself? I'm not carving out time for myself. Um, so I had to kind of relook at that, which is a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And the second thing was that was the beginning of my business, Hasina Patel Truth Walker. It, it took a long, a, a long journey um, for the business to be started. But um, I started realizing that I wasn't living in my truth; that I was. In this prison that I had built for myself, these prison bars that I had limited myself with, with society's rules and religious rules and the rules of people around me, and I wasn't living my deep sense of self. And that really is a redefining moment because you can't be aligned with your purpose, your happiness, your anything when you're not aligned with your deepest truth and who you are at your very core. So that's the journey that I took that led me to be the chief trailblazer for Hasina Patel Truthwalker because I wanted other women to do the same. Um, I know that there are a lot of women who have that journey um, where they're, they're looking for a sense of self and really it's within. And I think... Yeah, And I think the greatest thing with girls and with women, but really with all of us as human beings, is that everything that we do is dependent on our sense of self-worth. And every time you go to a new level in life, you've got to find that self-worth within you, which is there, but your perception of it has to be aligned with your actual sense of self-worth so that... You are at the point where you can receive where you are and be the best you. So that was probably a, a really major lesson that I learned.
0: Well, you know what? Um, everything that you said is is so true, and it resonates because even when I'm speaking to clients and perspective um entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that are in business, doesn't matter where they are in their business, whether they're starting, whether they're scaling, whether they're soaring. um, One of the things you said is, you know, you can't really be um you can't you can't bring much abundance into your your life or your business until you become aligned with your core. And I tell people that all the time, um the first area that you have to work on is you. And you have to get your you have to get your mindset. Um, in a certain place, you have to get your mindset that that all boils down to even your having level, right? There are so many people that say, I want to be successful. I want a million dollar business. I want a six figure business. You have to increase your having level. Um, and the way that you do that is with mindset and also understanding who you are in your core, right? And so it's interesting that you said that. And one of the things that I know about you is you have this system Um which is the unbecoming system. And mm-hmm. in the unbecoming system, I was reading up on some of that. And in that system, what I like about it is, and I'll let you share with the listeners um, a little bit about that. But what I like about that system is it's basically a system that has you developed to help women unbecome some of these things and, and, and let go of some of this baggage and, and free out some of these mindset blocks and to just unbecome all of that 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 unnecessary stuff that we, that gump that we carry so that you can become who you really are destined to be and who you really want to be and who you're really striving to be. And for most people, they don't understand that it is a mindset cleansing. It's a elevation um, um, process for, for you to go from where you are now to where you're trying to be, it's not just a leap, jump, skip over from point A to point B. It's a process. And so, what I want to do right now, I want to take a brief commercial break. And then, when we come back, we're going to talk about this process that you have where women can unbecome these things that are holding them back, unbecome um, stuck, you know, wherever they are in their life, their career, their business, and how they can unbecome everything that's negatively impacting their business, their life, and their future. So I'll be right back with Hasina Patel so we can unbecome and begin to soar. I'll be right back. You're listening to Soarpreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. Are you a coach, consultant, expert, or service-based entrepreneur? Are you ready to build a sustainable business, scale a business to six figures or beyond, or legally protect your business? If you answered yes to any of these questions, we have a gift just for you. At soar success Academy, entrepreneurs just like you hire us to accelerate their income and protect their profit. Today, you can download a free copy of our business, Soar Blueprint. This blueprint will give you a step-by-step roadmap on how to not only build a profitable business, but how to also legally protect it. Your business, Soar Blueprint, is just a click away. Go to ChevelleMcPherson.com to claim your free blueprint and start building a profitable and protected business that will give you greater impact and greater income. Calling all speakers. Even the network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sorpreneurs with your hostess, with the most is Chevelle McPherson and my awesome and amazing guest, Hasina Patel, all the way here from South Africa. We talked earlier about Hasina's journey um, to where she is now um, in South. She's in South Africa. And she's created. She's a co-founder of Leave No Girl Behind International. Um, she is also the co-founder of LNGB School of Leadership. She is a trailblazer for Hasina Patel, truth walker. Um, She's a keynote speaker. She's an author. She's an empowerment coach. We talked about all of those things and how she got to that journey. And she shared with us some health situations between, you know, one with her sister who was diagnosed with lupus and um, didn't really have a great prognosis, but is here doing well. And she also talked about her her, um, health issues that caused her to realize she had to let go of some things and she had to unbecome some habits and some mindset, um, some mindset issues that were holding her back. And she had to step into a new place and increase her having level and things of that nature. So what I want to do now is I'm going to turn it over to Hasina and I want her to share with you her system um, on unbecoming. So can you tell the listeners about this process that you've developed?
2: Okay, yes, Uh, Chevelle, so I love two of the phrases you used. You um, talked about a mindset cleansing, which I just love that description and cleaning the gunk out, and I guess that's that's a great way to describe it because it's not a question of us becoming something. It's really we are already um, deep inside. We are already who we want to become in inverted commas. The question is: Are we going to unbecome who we are not, so that that light that is inside us can shine out to the world? So, the unbecoming process is a vehicle that gets you from where you are, where you might not be in your um, you you might may not be living according to your own truth. You might be living according to the expectations of others. Most people do. And that's just something we socialize with. You know, it's always do this, and this is, this is what is right, this is what is moral. And when we actually get to question who we are and try and align it, we're always trying to fit it into these boxes that were imposed on us um, knowingly or unknowingly. So the unbecoming process gets you from where you are to your greatest sense of self-worth, your deepest truth that is within you, your feeling of being you. So uh, how it works is that there are five building blocks that uh, add up to this vehicle, and they are education, meditation, empathy, gratitude, and connection. And I'll, I'll just quickly explain. So when you're not living in your uh, great sense of self-worth, when you're living according to the expectations of others or even the um, prison bars you've imposed on yourself because of your own mindset and your own limiting thoughts, okay, you're usually in fear, you're in anxiety, you have a perception of, yourself as being a failure or having failed and your dreams are here but you can't get beyond to where you can imagine yourself going to your dreams because you're always in fear, anxiety and you have this perception of your failures, you know, that how, how are you going to get to your greater sense of self or your dream. So what you want to do is you want to get from your fear to your greatest imagination, you want to be able to use that. You want to be able to use your failures as a foundation to go to your dreams. You want to be able to use your anxiety and not have anxiety, get to a place, and I'm not talking about the clinical diagnosis of anxiety, I'm, I'm just talking about when we're feeling anxious. Um, but you want to get from where you're feeling anxious to a place where You see your own vulnerability and use that as your strength and you're able to show it. And at that point, you are in a great sense of self-worth. So the first thing is education. And we spoke about life education. It's a matter of crystallizing those lessons or filtering out what you learned. For example, one of my greatest lessons um, that my sister Shemima taught me when she was at a point where she wasn't well, she defied the expectations of others because of what she believed. And I learned that, well, don't just take it as it is. Um, and you've got to see what you believe and that is your journey. Um, so it's a matter of crystallizing that as education. And then the second step is meditation and That doesn't have to be the traditional sense of meditation. How I define it as um, would be finding a time to just be with you and just allowing yourself to be, let that creativity flow through you, Um, be in touch with the noises around you and how you feel and so on, however you define meditation. And, of course, that's related to the third step, connection. And for you, that may be prayer or it may not. It may just be connecting to your center, to your higher self, to a divinity, God, source, however you define that. But just feeling aligned and feeling centered. And that just takes a little bit of time, maybe some breathing to just get into that space. And then the fourth step is gratitude. Now, when you're feeling grateful for something and the first you get up in the morning, you having this sense of gratitude. It's, thank you so much. I was so comfy in this warm bed. And just having this feeling of being grateful. You have a, a sense of being well taken care of. Even if you feel you are the one taking care of you, you have this sense that I'm taking care of me or I'm taken care of. And that already is a better sense of self-worth. And then, of course, the fifth step is empathy. And empathy, we usually look at people in a less fortunate position, and we have empathy. Someone's cold, someone's hungry, and we can feel that. But we can also flip that around and say, what about someone who's just had something great happen to them, someone who's got into a private jet or eaten a wonderful meal because we've all had the feeling of having something that we really loved or doing something or being something that made us just feel alive and energized. And when we create or recreate these feelings, that's one of the building blocks where we can get into that space of just feeling good. So when I do the unbecoming process for people, I go through these five steps, with regard to maybe a dream or um, their next step forward. And it all really comes down to the self-worth.
0: No, I love it. I'm glad you shared that system. And, you know, it's funny because um, a lot of these principles I apply daily and I'm going to rehash some of them for the listeners because sometimes we do things, but we don't necessarily see it as a system. And I I like when things are placed in a system because when there's a system, there's an organization, there's a flow, there there is a way to stay committed. There is a way to mark progress. And so although some of these things I do, I never had a system called unbecoming, but they're important. And I'm going to repeat them briefly for the listeners. You talked about your first step, which is education Um, from my perspective. I believe education is key. I think having a formal education is a great platform. I I think it's a great place to start. But I also believe in business mentors and life mentors, people that have created businesses or lifestyles that you are seeking to build because these people have blueprints. So you don't have to, reinvent the will of success. I always tell my clients success leaves clues. So I believe education is important, not just formal education, but self-education is important. Get yourself a mentor, a business mentor, a life mentor. You will watch yourself progress at a rapid rate, much faster than you can on your own. Why try and create a system, a method, a solution when someone else already has it's just a matter of investing in yourself. So I believe education is important. And I believe in being a lifelong learner. It doesn't matter what degrees you have. doesn't matter what schools you went to. Life is about continuing to learn every day. And I firmly believe in mentorship as a form to continue your education after your formal education. So I believe right. that that's critically important. And you also talked about um, meditation, Uh, Meditation is really important. And what I usually tell my clients is when it comes to meditation, even if you wake up, I do personal affirmations. you know, look in the mirror and say, you know, today I honor you. I celebrate you. I'm grateful for, you know, this. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. Start your day off with moments of meditation and reflection of all the greatness, all the things you have accomplished. Don't focus so much on the negative things and then set the agenda in the tone of your day. That will cause you to go have a much successful, peaceful, progressive day. So I believe in meditation, especially early in the morning before I even do anything. It's like the first thing that I do. And then you also talked about connection, and with connection, you talked about um, divinity and faith. And I think that that's important. I think it's important to be connected, not just to human beings, you know, to be involved in organizations and groups and networking events, but to be connected to a higher power to me is the most important thing. I always say, I don't know where I would be without my faith. When you don't have a blueprint, when you don't have the answers, when you don't know where the road is gonna lead, that's when you have to step in, step out on faith and you have to be willing to trust your higher power, whoever it is. It could be God, it could be Allah, it could be Jehovah, whomever it is, that is what you really need to at the end of the day put your eggs in the basket of faith because they will be well cared for there. So faith is very
2: yeah. and, and for those people, um like who maybe don't believe. Even their center, you know, just reaching out into their center and saying, let me connect to that because people have so many beliefs.
0: Absolutely. And then you talked about gratitude is most important because you have to be thankful because especially if you do have a connection, you do have faith. If you appear to be selfish and self-centered and ungrateful, that is what you are going to attract. So I always tell people, if you want to attract abundance into your business, if you want to attract abundance into your life, you have to be grateful, you have to be thankful, and you have to be willing to lift others as you climb. It's not all about you. One of the things that I've learned is when I allow myself to be of service to other people, when I allow myself to be... um, to be a blessing to other people. And I am grateful for not just what I'm receiving, but I'm grateful that I'm in a position to give. The floodgates of abundance tend to open up for me. And I think that that's what happens. That's how you increase your having level. If you want to have more in life, you have to be willing to give more and you have to be grateful and thankful for what you have and what you can get. And the last thing that you talked about was empathy and I can't even stress the importance of that. I know a lot of times people, um, they can sympathize with people. When sympathy just means, oh, I feel, you know, I'm sorry for what you're going through. Empathy means I'm sorry and I understand and feel what you're going through. So it's more of a connection and it's more meaningful when you can empathize with someone's journey. You can empathize. And I usually tell my clients and people who I work with, put yourself in your prospects and your client's shoes. I don't want you to just sympathize where they are in their life or in their business. But I want you to, you know, find out what are their gains? What are their pains? What are their struggles? What's keeping them up at night? Because once you clearly understand all those things, that's when the empathy comes. And when you have empathy, trust me, the empathy is felt through your prospects. And, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But when your prospects really understand that you really understand exactly what they're going through, that's how you can convert more clients, that's how you can get more business, that's how you can bring more abundance into your life, into your finances. So, I really think that these principles are really key um, and and I hope that you know, the listeners really appreciate this unbecoming system um, as Hasina described and how I have interpreted to my life because well, in my life, in my business, and I would recommend to all the listeners out there that you go through these factors, these five factors in this unbecoming system that's been designed by Hasina. And that like, I just relate it to how it, I interpreted it for my life and my business. You should do the same thing for yourself. Because once you apply these factors to your life, your business, you're able to get up and you're able to look at, you know, where you need more education, where you need more. um, Do you need a business coach? Do you need mentoring? Do you need to meditate? Do you need to call on personal affirmations to start your day? Do you need to be more grateful? Do you need to have more faith? Do you need to be more empathetic with people? Look at these areas of your life and your business Design your own personal unbecoming system, and trust me, your life and your business will go further, faster. That's my take on it. What do you say, Hasina?
2: I love your take. <laughs> and it, it's interesting how you've made it so individual, and um, I know we're going to be discussing this later, so I'm not throwing it off. But I'm so excited when we do discuss it to tell your listeners about how they can get a mini endowment session. So, oh yeah, so we're so gonna do,
0: no, so we're gonna do that next because okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be wrapping up this because I believe that we you know we we've, we've given them um, everything that they need from 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 this this conversation that you and I've had, you, you know, you shared your journey, you shared your sorpreneur journey of how you've gone through some experiences that have gotten you here, that have caused you to, you know, realize you need to unbecome some behavior so that you can step into your true potential. You then created this unbecoming system with this five steps, and you shared that with the listeners. I took your system and applied it to my life And I'm telling the listeners that they can do the same thing if they want to improve areas in their life and in their business. Now, I'm going to offer them an opportunity to have a free gift from you. So if they need any assistance applying these factors um, into their business, into their life, if they're trying to bring some abundance into their world, into their finances, into their relationship, into their health. I know that you share with me, you're going to give them this opportunity to have a session with you where you can actually help them map this out and walk and walk this system out in their own life. So I want you to be able to share with the listeners how can they get that free gift with
2: you. You can tell them what the free gift is and how they can get it. Yes, well, like Cheval said, so the undercoming process is, it um is really amazing when you apply it to Whatever perspective of not perspective, but whatever aspect of your life that you you'd like to apply it to. So what I'd like to do is give you every every person who um, contacts me, I'd like to give you a mini unbecoming session. It's a 20-minute session where we can have an unbecoming uh, process regarding an aspect of your life whether it's your dream or whether it's your next step and get you to your great sense of self-worth because um this is exciting so that will be for free and you can contact me at slash contact and um i'll just spell that out for you it's h a Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. You can
0: spell it out, but I'm also going to
2: put it in the show notes. But spell it out for me. Okay, awesome. H-A-S-E-N-A-P-A-T-E-L dot com slash contact. And uh, as you'll see on the contact page, you can book directly. Just book your station directly or you can um if if you'd like to contact me and have a conversation in an email before you book your um your your session then you can actually contact me the email address is hello at hasina love it. it i love
0: it thank you so much hasina for coming here and sharing your journey with us all the way from south africa um, again, I'm super proud of you. I'm excited for all the things that you're doing, all the lives that you are transforming internationally around the world. And I am just happy that you were able to bless the listeners with your story, your journey and your unbecoming system. And hopefully they will be applying that into their lives, and into their business so they, they can bring around, bring about the results that they desire in their life and in their business and I am hoping that many of them take you up on your opportunity for the 20 minute session so that you can help those that want to go further than just this podcast um, episode, that you can help them map out their own personal unbecoming system. So, with that, I thank you so much. I'm so glad you stopped by. And for all the listeners, I would love for us to continue with these entrepreneurial conversations. So, tune in next week, same time, same place. And as I always say, your opportunity may be on the other side of an obstacle. So keep soaring uninterrupted. Have a good day until the next time. Bye-bye, everybody. See you, Hasina. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Shevelle. You're welcome.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Soarpreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption, so keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed.
2: Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.